Hi everyone, this is Michael Rubino, author of The Mold Medic, and I have a very special guest here on Mold Talks. Her name is Heather. Uh, Heather, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, just uh, say a little bit about who you are, any, anything you want to share. Hello, thank you for having me on. Um, I am just, I'm a mom and a wife that we homeschool and I'm in our house quite a bit. And I'm just uh, trying to get my health back on track. Yes, and thank you so much for, for taking the time to be here. Uh, you're not an you're not an actress, a paid actress to be here today, right? You're here. No, I'm your not. I'm a, your average housewife, I guess. <laughs> Good, yeah. And um, you know, so I, I want to dive right into this. I think it's really it's first off, thank you so much for being vulnerable and you know being here today and sharing your story. And you know, I think it's 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 so powerful the amount of lives that we can touch by showing people this is real and this is what people go through. Um, this is not just made, made up stuff that I wrote a book about, like, this is real things that, uh, real, real sicknesses that people go through. So thank you so much for, for being vulnerable. I know it's not going to be easy to relive some of these moments, but, um, you know, I just, I really value the fact that you're, you're taking the time to do this and speak with me today. Um, when was it that you first noticed you weren't feeling well? Uh, it was about three years ago, um, that I started feeling just lousy, um, you know, I just, something was off and okay. it was kind of like, I went from being okay to not. And did it happen? Like, was it like a flip of a switch or did it like, it was just such a slow degradation to the point where you're like, okay, wait, this is weird. I don't feel right today as I did three weeks ago. Um, it was almost, I would say, I would say slow, but almost instantaneously is I went from feeling fine to kind of like I got hit by a truck. Okay. Um, and it was a little nerve wracking and, you know, you kind of start thinking of all (laughs) bad things. Yeah, no, I can understand that. And then we're going to get into that, like what you went through and some of the psychological effects and, and, you know, it's going to be really helpful for people to, to try to connect with, because you know, it's what's interesting about these these exposures is it really it turns on different symptoms for everyone. So yeah. you know, that's why it's 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 we're so fortunate to have you here today, kind of sharing your story with us. Um, you know, so all right, so three years ago you started not feeling well. You're feeling like you get hit by a truck, and then mm-hmm. let's 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 look at when did you first realize that mold was something that was a problem for you? You know, I just recently put two and two together. Okay. Okay. And so uh, you put two and two together. And if you don't mind me asking, like, how did you put two and two together? So when I found your channel and you on Instagram, um, just kind of going through all the symptoms that you have mentioned. um, And there were, you know, a couple other like practitioners that I have followed. I'm like, oh my gosh, like maybe I am not crazy. (laughs) And that this is actually, you know, the symptoms that I have been experiencing and, uh, you know, going to doctors and then telling me, well, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I know the feeling all too well. I mean, I've, I've spoken to so many people that have gone through that and going to doctor to doctor and stuff like that. And it's actually a question that I'm going to have, but, you know, thank you for validating the fact that, you know, sometimes I wonder, you know, am I spending time putting things out on Instagram and out into the public? Is it all worth it? And, uh, I think you just highlighted the fact that it is because I was able to, just with the information I'm putting out there, it sounds like turn on a light bulb that, Hey, could it be mold? And so now in hindsight, 
you're looking at did you is it mold in your current place and your last place both um how did you connect we had we had mold in our last place uh when we were in washington and it was on the window sills and then i think it was downstairs and i didn't really know much about mold it's just i thought oh it's just you know condensation it's fine mold grows you just wipe it off and that's it you're done with it and then we have mold in our now house in Arizona, we have it in our sinks, in our washer, in our shower. Um, yeah. Okay. So you've, you, you've encountered it. Uh, you've, you've really had to uh, confront it head on. And once you did, I'm imagining we're going to get to that also, but we, you know, once you did um, that, that kind of helped kickstart your, your recovery here, it sounds like, which is great. That's awesome. I mean, so I'm glad that the information I was putting out there, had kind of caused these caused these realizations, so you can do something about it, and that and that that's what um, gets me out of bed in the morning, and what I'm grateful for for that that this work is paying off. Um, so a lot of my clients, they tell me they go from doctor to doctor, or sometimes doctor to doctor. I, I've had one client tell me almost 200 doctors. I mean, um, you know, what was that like for you? I mean, how many doctors did you have to go through? And ultimately, it sounds like you diagnosed your, the problems yourself through the, through the information you were finding on the internet um, with myself and other practitioners out there. Um, so, you know, what, what was that like? You know, walk me through that. So it's very frustrating that you trust the medical system, especially I have worked in the medical field for quite a long time. And I went to three different doctors um, in Washington. I went to three ER visits and every single time they would tell me your blood work is fine. Here's some, you know, like put some saline in me, maybe a little bit of potassium. They're like, okay, send me on my way. And sorry, that was so frustrating. And to not be heard really stinks, you know? Yeah, no, I, I, I can't imagine. Uh, I can't imagine being being gaslit like that. And, you know, um, I, like I said, thank you for being vulnerable today. And I know this can stir up some emotions, having to relive these things. And, and you know, thank you for just being so strong and doing that. Um, you know, it's really frustrating what, what yourself and so many others go through. Yes, you go to a doctor and you expect that you're going to get the answers of why you're not feeling well. And unfortunately, yeah. the way our, our doctors are trained, it's, it's very, it's, it's just kind of down this path where it's like, look, if you have symptom A, you take pill B, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think that is there some positives to that way of, of thought? Sure. I mean, that's why I prefer either integrative medicine that brings both functional medicine and Western medicine together, um, yeah. you know, or, 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 or other trains of thought that does look and say, you know, there are cases where Western medicine is appropriate, oh, but, 100%. you know, it, but it's what really upsets me is like the fact that you can go to a doctor and honestly, when you look at, when you just look at health, right, you have genetics, predispositions and environmental factors. Now, yeah. I don't care what doctor you are. You should know that those are the three things that majority affect people. Why are you not ever looking at environmental exposures? is beyond mm -hmm. me. I mean, I understand that it doesn't sell pills here, but at the end of the day, yeah. if, if, we're, if we're trying to, if we're if any, anything you do, any business you have in life, if it's not geared towards helping people, you just shouldn't be doing it. And that's mm -hmm. really the simplicity of it. So when I look at this and I see the frustration and, 
you know, that, that you've gone through that so many others have gone through. I mean, gosh, there's gotta be a better way. Uh, I'm yeah. so grateful for the doctors out there that are looking at environmental exposures that are helping solve problems outside of their own wheelhouse. Cause I think that's important. Um, so, you know, I'm, re I'm really sorry for what you went through and, and, and all that. And, and I'm sorry that I asked you to relive that, uh, but thank no, you for it's, doing so. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so going back, we have, you know, um, so you went, you went to, you had all this frustration. Now, what, what were some of the symptoms you were feeling? Um, if you don't mind me asking, just, just to kind of get an understanding. Um, I had extreme brain fog. Um, I was dizzy. I had, it's almost as if I had, you were looking through glasses that weren't made for you. You know, um, it was just, it was kind of foggy and I was dizzy. Um, and that in itself is very scary, especially when, yeah. you know, those kind of symptoms are related to other things, you know, and I was having digestive issues. Um, and then I had some breathing problems, but it was, nope, it's allergies, you know, take some, take some of this. Um, well, no, you need to take some of that. It was just trying to bandage what I was experiencing. Um, but I had really bad anxiety. Um, I mean, to the point where my mom even said, you need to get yourself together, you know, either you need to get on medication, but you're losing it. And like, I'm not losing it. Like these are, I'm experiencing these things. Like you don't just go from being fine to all of a sudden you're losing your mind, you know? Um, yeah. And that was very frustrating. You know, it brings up a very valid point. Um, you know, I've said this before and I think this all the time. I, I wonder if you go down to a psych ward and you, uh, you take a look at, at what their environmental exposures are. I think you're going to find a lot of people that are dealing with environmental issues and not mental health issues. Yeah. Um, cause, cause it, it, it really like, you know, it can cause, it can cause these, these, these deep, dark thoughts. Right. Um, you know, especially like if you're not feeling well and you can't get answers, right. Mm -hmm. What are you going to, what, what else do you think besides, I just want this all to end or what else do you think besides, you know, uh, am I ever going to get better? Like, how do you, how do you find hope in something when you can't get the answers you're looking for? So, you know, I, I think that mental health really ties into our physical well-being as well. You know, yeah. if you're not feeling well physically, you're not going to be happy mentally. No. Um, and so, you know, I, I really do strongly believe and suspect that there's a lot of mental health issues that can be solved by looking at the environment as well. And, um, you know, it, it's it's very real what you went through. And you know that now, right? Because you're kind of, oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're in that journey for healing and you know, the way you're thinking now is different than the way you were thinking then at, at your worst. And so, you know, it's, it's more needs to be said about that. And thank you. Thank you so much for, for, again, for sharing that, because I think it's really important. Um, any other, any other symptoms that, that you'd like to share that, that are, that are re relative for you? Um, you know, I was, I'm trying to think, uh, I had hair loss. Um, I had a really bad itchy scalp. So I, if I wasn't itching it to the point where, you know, I was basically losing hair and only reason why I knew that is I was looking down into my drain. I thought, what in the world, <laughs> why am I losing all this hair? Um, so just, I had that and, um, I'm trying to, besides like my GI issues, sure. um, yeah. 
Yeah, no, thank, thanks again for all that. Um, you know, and, and how did it, so you, besides like just the symptoms, right. And not feeling well, um, how did it impact your ability just to perform everyday life functions? You know, was there, well, was there any uh, hardship? Yeah. So I'm a mom to two boys. And at the time I had a, it was a seven, seven month old, eight month old. And my older son was, I think probably around six and a half, seven years old. So they're young and they want to keep going and do stuff. And when I wasn't, I wasn't able to perform as a mom, you know, I was, I was dizzy. I was angry. I was frustrated. And when you're dizzy and have brain frog, fog, sorry, frog, fog, you just, I just felt like I couldn't do anything. I couldn't, I could barely go for walks with them and play with them. Cause if I wasn't not feeling well, my anxiety was so bad that I could barely function. And that was extremely frustrating as a mom to not be able to take care of her kids. Yeah. And, and I've, and I've met many others in similar situations that, that have expressed the same you know sentiment that, um, you know, it was just impossible, right. To kids are, kids mm-hmm. are gaining energy. You're losing energy. Um, and you know, it's just the thought of not being able to be there for your kids. You know, it's, I can relate as a father, right. Being, being in that yeah. same circumstance. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's heartbreaking to, to, to see what people go through. I'm so sorry that you went through that. And, uh, you know, I'm so glad that you're feeling better now. And, yeah. Um, you know, that, that you're, you're back, you're back in action on that road to recovery. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, like I said, I couldn't imagine, um, you know, what, what that's truly like, you know, do you remember like the worst day or worst time period that you had? Um, and, and can you, can you share what that was like? It was about, about three years ago. And I can even remember the day of sitting, I was sitting in our chair, looking out the window and just having a fog. Um, that was probably my worst day. And as far as mental thoughts go is I thought, what is going to happen to me? I thought, am I dying? You know, and you know, all these thoughts go into your head that are so, you know, they're dark and they're frustrating. And I can just remember sitting there thinking you're here, but I wasn't there. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. You're there physically. Yeah. Um, but you, you, you feel like you're else elsewhere mentally. Uh, yes. It just, just disconnected from the body overall. Yeah. Uh, I can totally, I can totally understand it, you know, and relate, you know, it's, it's, it's so crazy because it, I think one of the biggest frustrations that I have as a professional is I see you, I hear you, I believe you, you know, mm-hmm. I have seen too many people go through these challenges And, you know, when, that's why when I hear people say stuff like molds everywhere, this mold can't be your problem. It's, you know, horse crap. This, this, this strikes a nerve for me because, you know, this is, I mean, this is so real. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to talk about that for a minute because forget me for a second, right? You live this. And then I would imagine that you've had some people in your life that could not understand what you were going through that maybe had the mentality that uh, some professionals have in my, my field. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I don't know if you are, are comfortable sharing some of that, but, you know, would love to hear 
um, some of the challenges that you've encountered on, on a, just on a, on your personal relationships that were difficult. And if you were able to convince, um, those people eventually that, you know, this is real. Um, and if not, we're going to show them this video when we're done. Um, you know, I, when I talk to my husband, especially about mold, it's, you know, oh, hon, it's normal. You know, it's, it's supposed to grow in there. It's supposed to grow in the bathroom. It's supposed to grow in this. I'm like, well, it's kind of not, you know, um, I get that sometimes mold grows, you know, like on food, but, and I thought the same thing, like, okay, it's, there's mold on the windowsills. Oh, well, that's what it is. We just wipe it off, you know, and treat it. And that's fine. It's gone. And then the sinks and stuff. And he's when I, when I said, um, we walked in from being gone for so long. I said, our house smells like mold. He's like, no, it doesn't. It's like, well, it does. So you again, feel like you're losing it. Cause like, am I really smelling this or am I not smelling this? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting too. Like, you know, our bodies are, I mean, works of art, honestly, mm-hmm. like you get this heightened sensitivity when you're around something that's not making you feel well, yeah. your body acts like an alarm, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, when you start smelling it all of a sudden, it's your body's way of saying, Hey, look, there's a problem here. This is what it is. You see that smell yeah. here. Um, and I think the reason why you smelled it and not your husband is I think it was affecting you much differently in a worse way, mm-hmm. of course, than it was yeah. your husband. And he just wasn't really getting that, that sense of smell with that. Um, uh-huh. Cause I've, I've seen people that can smell it from a mile away and these people are very affected by it. And I think that that's, that's kind of why, you know, one person may not feel it as much as another, you know, and, and these heightened sense of smells and other sensitivities, like your, your, your senses just become much heightened because your yeah. body is telling you uh, on that, like stimulus response mechanism, Hey, look, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so how does he feel now? Does, does he, does he get it now that you've been through this process and have, on that road to recovery? Um, I think yes and no. I think he's, he's very open to learning more things about certain yeah. stuff. Um, I had told him about like, don't clean mold with bleach. Cause that's what he has always learned to do. Sure. He said, no, you just clean it with bleach. And then I showed him kind of the science of when you do the bleach, when you mix it with mold, it creates like a certain kind of gas. Right. Yeah. Um, and he said, I didn't know that. So he's definitely open to learning, learning more stuff. Yeah. Like it, you know, it, it definitely can produce mycotoxins if mold feels mm-hmm. threatened, um, which bleach can te- definitely do, but it, you know, essentially too, you're not actually really removing it just by using bleach. And I think that's the other problem too, is it's just going to come right back. Yeah. Um, so you're not solving your true goal. And I, you know, I, I wouldn't blame your husband because everyone's been pushing bleach, I think till the, till the late nineties. So yeah. <laughs> it's, we're really slow uh, to get the word out, of course, but um, you know, it, for 20 years, it, that's when people started saying, Hey, don't use bleach. But you know, before that, you know, everyone was like, use bleach, use bleach. So it's kind of hard to relearn uh, something after you've been accustomed to it. Um, so we have that society problem. And I think for the next generation who doesn't eat, probably won't even know what bleach is. I mean, yeah, you know, I hope because so. <laughs> it's, it's, it's become like a thing of the past. So, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, you're, you're not alone in that. Um, you know, I, I mean, there's people in my family that, that have no idea about mold or 
or what to use and things like that. And, and they'll, if they run into a problem and they're, that they're aware of it, they'll ask me, but it's not, it's not like people are typically doing research on a problem that they don't think is a problem. So, you know, it's, it's, we have a long way to go to create that awareness, but you're here today and you're helping with that. So I thank you for that. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we will get through this together and things will start to shape. I can tell you today, as opposed to 10 years ago, when I first really got my foot in the door in this industry, it's night and day different. I mean, mm-hmm. there is so much more awareness today than there was 10 years ago. Um, so I'm grateful for that. And, you know, I'm, I'm helping every, every day and everything that I can possibly do to, to keep pushing that forward. Um, let's talk about some good stuff, right? So when did you okay. finally start to feel better? Um, I would say about a year, I mean, started to feel better about a year and a half ago. Um, I just kind of changed, I changed what I put in my body and then what I put on my body as well. Um, and then the stuff around me, I got rid of, um, you know, like candles, I got rid of artificial fragrances, um, I really just kind of dove in. I mean, obviously you can't dive in right away, but I started to, you know, we switched our different kind of air filters that we use. Um, so it was kind of like a slow process, but once I started to get rid of the stuff that create bad stuff in the air that we breathe is that when I started to get better, um, and then, yeah. Yeah, it's good. These 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 uh, transformational shifts, right? That allow you yes. to go from, you know, uh, kind of increasing every toxicity you possibly can come up with with all the mm-hmm. plastic we consume and all the chemicals we use to improving air quality and things like that. When you look at everything from a holistic approach and just make steps towards getting better, even if it's something like just changing out your shampoo and conditioner, um, mm-hmm. you know, to, to something that's going to be a, a better for you. Right. I mean, yeah. you, these, these steps that you take are so important. Uh, so I'm really glad you, st- you started doing that. Um, let me ask, what would you recommend to others who are going through similar challenges who are maybe in a dark place right now? Um, they're, they're not feeling well and they're looking for some inspiration. You know, what, what can you recommend to, to people to, to getting better? Don't give up. Um, don't lose hope. Um, if somebody is telling you that, you know, you're crazy, you're not and become your own health advocate, because that's what I had to do is when you're failed, that doesn't mean it's the end. It means you need to be, you need to empower yourself to dig deeper. And that's what I did. And that's what, you know, ultimately really helped is I became my own health advocate and started digging into the internet. And then I found, you know, your channel and your Instagram. And it's just keep, do not give up and be your own health advocate. Thank you for that advice. It's very good advice. And and I totally agree with you. Don't give up, be your own health advocate. You know, there is nothing that you cannot overcome, no matter how challenging or how dark it gets. Um, There is light at the end of the tunnel and you just, you just need to, you know, you just need the resources. You need, you need the knowledge. And I think that's why it's so important that you know, you listen to something like this to see what others have gone through, what they did to improve their lives. And hopefully something connects with you so that you have the ability to kind of make these small changes, right? Because these small yeah. changes lead lead to big changes. They and, really do. Um, you know, and, and, you know, Heather, thank you so, so much for being here today again. Um, I really appreciate the time you took. Is there any last parting words you want to give or 
you know, how do people find you if they ever want to reach out and connect with you and, and, uh, you know, tell you how appreciative they are, uh, anything like that, you know, please feel free. Um, you know, thank you. If, you know, anybody wants to reach out, I'm at crunchy mama, crunchy dot mama on Instagram. And even if you just need, you know, to talk, I am, you know, I am always there. And especially when I know how it feels to go through this journey and to feel so alone and you're not alone at all. Awesome. Well, thanks Heather. This was great. Thank you so much again. And thank you for sharing your story. It was really important here today. And uh, you know, for those listening, um, thank you so much for your time um, and, and, and helping us achieve this journey of creating the awareness that's so desperately needed. Um, you know, just thank you. Thank you.